This is worldradiogardening.com. You're listening to World Radio Garden and we head to Australia now because John Mason has got some interesting information for homeowners to help to protect their houses when wildfires are nearby and how gardens can help protect properties better than those without. Some gardens can increase fire risk. Other gardens may diminish fire risk. Some gardens can even reduce the damage caused when a fire does occur, if designed appropriately. Knowledgeable gardeners, amateur or professional, can make better decisions about garden design and ongoing maintenance when they consider fire risk. Ill-informed people might think the best way to avoid a fire is to clear all trees and tall plants away from their house. Reality, though, is a little more complicated. When a building doesn't have plants around it, it becomes more exposed to wind and heat. Embers can be carried long distances by wind in a firestorm, and buildings can ignite up to tens of kilometres from a fire front. In the 2020 January fires in Australia, embers were carried as much as 30 kilometres from a fire front and ignited homes. Totally eliminating a garden doesn't increase protection from a fire. Smart landscaping may not guarantee 100% fire protection but it's probably a better solution. Ignorance of plant selection, garden design and property maintenance only heightens fire risk in fire-prone areas. Fire can damage gardens horribly. Some gardens more than others, though. Some plants and landscape materials will burn far more readily than others. If you want to minimise fire problems in gardens, there are three important areas that need to be considered. Garden design, plant varieties used and garden maintenance. Let's consider garden design relative to fire. In some ways, Plants can help fire zones so long as they don't catch on fire themselves. Plants keep an area significantly cooler and they can filter out pollutants including smoke from fires. Placement of plants can change the way air moves over a property. Clear access routes need to be designed into a garden though. A wide track with stone walls on either side will give better access than a narrow track with overhanging, highly flammable trees. When choosing landscape materials, favour materials that are less likely to fuel a fire or be damaged by a fire. Wood decking will burn, but masonry paving won't. Some mulches will burn more readily than others. Some soils hold moisture better than others. Water features may offset flammability. 
Extra water storage may enable better firefighting. Irrigation systems can be used to wet an area when a fire approaches. Let's consider plant selection and how that might relate to managing fire in gardens. Some plants are less likely to burn or may not burn as fast. These include plants with watery foliage like cacti and ones with a high salt content like tamarics. Other plants that don't burn as fast include those with dense insulating bark and many of those with dense crowns. Plants that burn more readily include ones with volatile oils in their foliage, such as eucalypts, and those with fibrous bark, dry foliage, or resinous foliage like conifers. Some plants can recover better from fires than others. Knowing how well a plant can recover is an important consideration when choosing plants to grow in fire-prone areas. A very high level of plant knowledge is critical to better fire management through a better selection of plants for gardens, farms and landscapes. Sadly, there's been a decline in teaching this aspect of horticulture over many decades in many countries though. Plant taxonomy or plant identification needs to be taught and known and learnt a lot better by a lot more people if we are to manage fires better in countries all over the world. A lot of plants are very flammable, but then there are other plants which have some degree of fire resistance, some more than others. Some of these plants which are fire resistance, include willows and poplars, which can actually be quite hard to burn. Atroplex, artichoke, cacti, echium, lipia, myoporum. Pelagoniums can be more difficult to burn. Succulents, such as sedum, carpobrotus, mesambrianthum, and agave. Rhagodia can be difficult to burn, as can Petosporum undulatum, Ilex aquifolium, Ligustrum or privet, Eumulberry morris. Agapanthus can be difficult to burn, Caprosma repens can be difficult to burn, Thymus serophyllum can be difficult to burn. Your peppercorn tree has some degree of fire resistance, that's shinna small. There are many other plants which are fire resistant to a greater or lesser degree. And a little bit of research can educate you as to what you should and shouldn't be planting in a fire prone area. The third thing to consider when managing fire and fire impact on a garden is the garden maintenance. It's paramount to keep burnable material cleared from gardens as much as possible during fire seasons. Remove low-hanging branches and flaky bark that might ignite trees. 
Keep trees and shrubs watered if possible. Over summer, drip systems are a good way to do this. And water the plants more if you're limited on the windward side of gardens. This keeps water levels higher in those plants and makes those plants harder to ignite. Dig in any dry mulches or leaf litter that might ignite. Flammable mulches such as lucerne hay are better used after the fire season. They can then settle and largely decompose before the next fire season. Getting organic material like this into the soil can help the soil hold water and thus the plants have a higher water content if faced with fire. After a fire, act to help the garden revive as soon as possible. You can do this by adding biostimulants, mulching, watering and pruning can sometimes help damaged plants revive. Sometimes though a burnt soil can develop water resistance. If this occurs the soil's surface needs to be dug in and ideally add a soil wetter to improve its ability to soak up water.